0: you <smart noise> Welcome, traders and friends. I'm Elisa Levinson, and this is Are You Green, a bi weekly overview of the market, top news, and my personal swing trades. Today is Friday, March 5th, and it has been an exciting day. We saw a grind down this morning. I thought it was going to be red, but then it did bounce, and it's been green ever since. In fact, at the close of the market, we were at session highs, and the rally there was nothing to joke about. The NASDAQ is now up over 1.7%. Dow ended up up over about at 2%. S&P 500 ended up over also 2% and the and the XLK technology sector is also up over 2%. This end of the week marks the first positive week for the S&P 500 in the past three weeks. And the question everybody wants to know, are you green in your personal accounts? Yes, I am green, but no thanks to Tesla. I'm barely holding on green, um, but I'm okay to continue to hold Tesla. I just had a laugh when I looked at the S&P 500 heat map, and it's green across all sectors. And then there's just one bright red square for Tesla. Wah wah wah. So it's a bummer that I'm holding that, but that's just a part of trading. Let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna dive into the news, the jobs report, top movers, and my weekly loser and winner. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Today was a busy day for news around the economy, and there is just so much speculation floating around out there as we received the long-awaited February jobs report. First, I want to dive into some of the data. The February payroll was up by 379,000 jobs, which did sound like a lot. It was more than the 200,000 estimated. But if you really look into the sectors, 350,000 of those jobs were just in leisure and hospitality. And that was what we really missed on in January. And only 24,000 of the jobs were non-leisure. And then we also saw large job loss in goods production and construction jobs. But unemployment was expected to be 6.3%, same as January, and and it actually came in as 6.2%. So because we beat that by 0.1%, it was celebrated. It's so strange because the news was all over the place. But to recover, we really need a million jobs per month for months, not just 350,000 in leisure and hospitality and 24,000 in non-leisure. So we still have a long way to go. We're down 9.5 million jobs pre-pandemic. So many sources did admit that it's tough to predict what will happen with the economy. But again, the news was all over the place. I found a lot of more financially heavy reports to be positive. There were headlines like Job growth surges in February, which I would say is just not accurate at all. Some reported that job growth smashed expectations. I quote, smashed expectations. Is a growth of 0.1% smashing expectations? I don't think so. And again, a lot of those like over optimistic reports were put out through more financial leaning reports as well as investment firms. So I guess, you know, it is inherent that they would want to be more optimistic Optimistic, but I don't know. I just really want people to look at the numbers. Then on the other side, we had President Biden, and I would say his report was a lot more realistic. Definitely not as positive, and of course, as I talk about all the time, it's skewed because he's trying to push through this bill. But he did go into the jobs report and explain that these gains are nothing to celebrate, so I appreciated that because it's you know, was definitely not the positive report that some people were spinning it to be. With these gains, if it continues to be the same pace, you know, month after month, it will take us. Two years to get back to where we were. So, I mean, that is not good news at all all. He also reported that, you know, 400,000 small businesses are still closed. Also, in terms of jobs, we're looking at a different workforce with still millions completely out of the workforce, and that includes parents having to drop out to take care of their children, and it disproportionately affects women, as well as people of color. He also mentioned that we still have a million educators who are not employed, and also, that some of these jobs that were gained in February are due to the COVID relief that came through in December, but all of that will reverse without this new rescue plan going through. So again, a very different report um, from you know what we saw from a lot of the more financial news uh, reports. So it's just all over the place. Um, I would say that we are just at a time of uncertainty, and it's really important when you look at your news to just remember who it's coming from and who they are reporting to Um, everybody has a bias inherently myself included but i do like to just kind of point out these differences to you guys so that you can kind of see a full picture of you know what people are hearing because on this jobs report some people felt like it was great news and others obviously felt like it's um, terrible and our economy still has a long way to go so don't rely on one person's predictions because again they're all over the place. I did like again that a lot of people reported that it is tough to predict what's going to happen from here. The cruise lines are also hurting even with the job growth coming through in leisure and hospitality. So much of the industries are again in a really tough place and it's starting to hit the cruise lines very hard as they're losing equity um, because they are losing their cash they're losing liquidity so what they're having to do is um, basically refinance in a way to raise more of more cash through stock so you know the norwegian cruise line nclh is now down more than 12 percent upon this news and all of the cruise lines are down because people are seeing that they are experiencing this problem with cash. And even Norwegian, which had reported, I think it was, wow, it was way back in, you know, this summer that they were doing great. It's now, you know, not looking as good. We have top movers today. Um, we've got the Virgin Galactic Holdings also down almost 10%. It uh, That's trades under SPCE. Uh, they've had a bumpy month um, and this decline might be a good time to buy, but in this market, I'm just not sure. Notable gainer this day uh, was purple, that's P-R-P-L, up almost 28%. And for this week, GameStop, 35% weekly gain. It is pretty crazy. I stay out of that ticker, but it's interesting how now the financial news is reporting on uh, Reddit news. If there's a thread about a new ticker like for Rocket Mortgage, they're reporting on that. Um, So I find that really interesting to see how the news can can change and and shift as um, those threads become more integrated into the markets. And on my personal accounts we've got a loser and a winner It is no surprise that Tesla is again my biggest loser this week. It's down 13.7 percent. What I found insane is that Tesla has lost $234 billion in market value in four weeks. And this swing trade I have with Tesla shows you that you just don't know where the bottom is going to be. So I predicted the bottom in like four different places. That's where I bought into. I'm okay with what my average is at. But again, it could continue to fall and I'm just going to be watching it in the next few weeks. But I do think it is due for a bounce, especially as electric vehicles and Tesla sales in particular are up. So we'll see what's to come with that. And then my huge winner this week was Exxon, X-O-M, up over 8%. So People have asked me if I'm going to go ahead and sell this, since I have mentioned a few times that I'm not even going to look at it until it hits into the 60s. I didn't think that it would get there this week, and that's a part of the trading plan. Is you set different levels, and you, and as a swing trader, a lot of times I don't know when it's going to hit those levels. But with Exxon, it obviously did hit the 60s this week but I'm gonna go ahead and continue to hold it I want to hold Exxon until I feel like travel is really back up um, the way that you know it should be and commuting again is you know m- more ramped up so I think that Exxon has a few more months um, so again I'm just gonna continue to hold uh, one reason why I am holding exxon is because a part of my trading plan with them is attached to the dividends. Exxon has a really great uh, dividend so I want to collect that dividend, continue to hold and uh, again just wait for the economy to open back up. So thank you all for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great weekend and you can dive into your trades from this week, look and analyze and of course start to plan your trades for next week and always be trading your plans. Take care.